Get ready for another edition of CSB Broadcast, where Community State Bank links you to the communities of Southeastern Wisconsin and keeps you connected to the people, businesses, and events happening near you. Hello, everybody. Scott Udipal, we'll start just in a second here. We'll just give just a few more seconds for people to join us. Um, one thing, if uh, in the chat, use a chat feature if you have questions, and we'll try to answer those questions as we go, as we begin the process. and. Uh, We'll pick them up. So, excuse me. So, feel free to uh, to use that chat feature, which would be really helpful. One, we'll just give one more second. Okay, we've hit the time. So, welcome everybody, and thanks for joining us for our latest uh, edition of our uh, mortgage department. As we talk and educate people, this is the primary purpose of this is just to educate people to uh, make sure everybody knows what's going on in the world, um, in the world of mortgage lending, with our goal of helping as many people get into the housing um, as possibly, as much as we possibly can. So today I'm really excited. We have um, a special guest. The reason we're doing it, because Julie is actually sitting in Stevens Point, but Julie Chapa is with Rural Housing Development. She's been with them for 20 years. She started when she was 12 years old with a focus in the single family housing guaranteed loan program. She began her career as a loan assistant at the state office in Stevens Point and made her way into her current role as a finance and loan analyst. Julie provides USDA lending, marketing, and training resources for local lenders in order to best educate consumers, what we're doing today, about the USDA program. We also have back Mike Foley. Mike. Um, is our vice president and runs our mortgage center here at Community State Bank. Has over three decades of uh, making loans. Mike, any idea how many home loans you've made over the years? Oh my gosh, more than five. <laughs> Hard to say. Hard to okay. say. Thirty times. I don't know. Thousands. <laughs> okay, a lot, a lot. Um, so he's uh, an active lender in a residential mortgage area in. Uh, primarily Kenosha, Racine, and uh, Walworth counties, and um, has a large emphasis on the community bank difference and financially educating the customers uh, throughout the home buying process, which is really important, and constructional process. And I'm Scott Hudipole with uh, Community State Bank. I'm President and CEO, and I get to uh, moderate this, this little um, activity we're doing today. So welcome, Julie, welcome. And um, it's good to have you. Thank you. Um, good afternoon, everyone. Um, thank you to Scott and Mike for inviting me today to talk about uh, Rural Development Single Family Housing uh, Guaranteed Loan Program. Perfect. One thing I have to say, which is the most important part of this whole thing, is we are FDIC insured and an equal housing lender. So uh, I got that out of the way. Julie, many people don't know what world development is, USDA world development. Can you take just a few minutes to kind of explain who you work for? Yeah, absolutely. Um, for those not familiar with rural development or USDA, um, rural development is one of the many agencies um, within the USDA, the United States Department of Agriculture. We are a federal agency and a federal program. 
And within rural development, uh, we have programs to assist with um, housing loans, community facility loans, and business loans. We are committed to improving the economy and quality life in rural America. Um, so again, beyond housing loans, we also provide assistance for um, healthcare first responders, uh, water, electric, and communication needs. And the guaranteed program, the Single Family Housing Guaranteed Program, uh, has been around since 1991. Um, so just over 30 years, our program has been around. Perfect. That's exciting. <clears throat> We're going to start with you today, Julie, on is it really possible to get 100% financing? It is. Uh, with the single family um, housing guaranteed program, we can guarantee up to 100% of the appraised value. So unlike other programs um, that cap the max loan amount at uh, purchase price, with our program, with the USDA program, we can go up to 100% of the appraised value. And so that allows homebuyers to finance uh, loan costs that would include not only the purchase price, but also their closing costs. Um, if there's any lender fees and sometimes even minor repairs. Great. And then um, can sellers pay any of the closing costs? Let's say let's say that the property appraises for um, the purchase price. Um, can sellers pay the closing costs on top of that? Yes, uh, sellers can pay uh, closing costs, I believe, um, up to 6%. Okay, okay. <clears throat> so there's got to be a catch. What's what are the parameters? Why why can't can anybody get into this? Or what? Uh, I know it's real development. It's um, uh, what are the what are the, the the requirements in order to get to it? Good question. So the two key qualification components um, with the guaranteed program would be income and location. So we do have income limits for the guaranteed program. They are 115% um, of the median household income. And just to kind of um, make that make sense, what we would be looking at is if a home buyer was looking to purchase in Kenosha, Racine, or Walworth counties um, in Wisconsin, if the household is one to four, their household income would have to be at or under 103500 And for a household of five to eight, their household income could not exceed $136,600. Um, and with that, again, we are looking at household income. So at this point, we're not really looking at who's going to be on the loan. It is everybody adults that are living in that home, um, if they have income, we have to include it in that income limit. Uh, so that would be the first um, uh, criteria that we would be looking at for qualification. Then property location is very important. And even though we're rural development, um, there are many areas um, in the state um, that you may not um, think of um, or you may think of as rural, um, 
or not rule that would be eligible. And so for our program, when you are looking at the Kenosha, Racine, Walworth um, County areas, most of that is eligible. The only ineligible areas would really be the very densely populated, more metro urban areas of Racine and Kenosha. But really once you get outside the city limits of Racine and Kenosha, and then in Walworth, um, that small area of Burlington, um, really everything is um, is eligible. And we do have an eligibility website that anybody um, from the public can log on to that website. They can put in a specific property address to see whether it's located in an area that's eligible for rural development. Um, in your area, really, Almost everything that's west of um, 41 would be eligible. Um, when you're on the east side of 41, that's where more of your populated um, areas are that would not be eligible. Okay, so a big portion of our of our territory, of our market share areas, is eligible for this. It is, which is which is really cool. Um, what what are the what are the benefits of a rural development guaranteed loan? I mean, you talked about the 100% uh, financing, seller can pay closing costs. You go up to the to the uh, appraised value. Is there anything else that's um, that separates the program? I think some additional benefits of the guaranteed program, um, in addition to the no down payment required um, and the financing up to 100% of the appraised value, would be again the ability to finance those um, costs such as repairs, lender fees, um, even essential household equipment. Um, so if the home has outdated appliances or um, the appliances are not part of the purchase contract, again, as long as there is room between that purchase price and appraised value, um, that essential household equipment could also be financed. With wow. our with our program, um, it is a 30-year fixed rate, um, so it is always a 30-year fixed rate with the guaranteed loan. Um, we also have no maximum purchase price limits. Um, the maximum loan amount is de determined solely by the applicant's repayment ability. Okay, so it's <clears throat> so a percentage of the income. Um, whatever that equates out at the current interest rate is what they would qualify for, which is normal. It's the same thing for any type of mortgage. Correct. Okay. Okay. Very good. Very good. That's a, um, that's a cool program. I know it's been around for a while. So what's happened is um, a lot of banks, and this is my opinion, a lot of banks kind of um, during the last few years were so busy on refinance and so busy on all the other stuff. A lot of times programs like this get kind of shuffled back a little bit. Um, and that's why we're bringing it to you today. You also have a, and this is something that the bank wouldn't be involved in at all, um, because the guaranteed, the guaranteed one that you just talked about, we would be. So that that would uh, that application would be done through Mike or Kim here at the bank, and we would then be basically in contact with Rural Development to to process the loan. But there's also another program for um, for people that fall into a lower income category, which is called your direct loan program, correct? Correct. Um, can you can you spend a few minutes just explaining how that works? 
So in addition to our guaranteed program, we also have our direct program. The direct program is uh, to assist low and very low income home buyers uh, purchase a home. The eligibility uh, for the location of the home is the same. Um, so if the home is located in an eligible area for guaranteed, that would also be eligible for direct. The income limit for that program is 80% of the median household income. So the income limits would be um, lower for that program. And the advantage to that program is we have available interest subsidy. Uh, which makes purchasing a home for the low and very low income home buyer more affordable in that with that interest subsidy, it can bring the interest payment down to as low as 1%. Um, mm. So the note rate um, would be around 4%, but the interest payment may be as low as 1% with that subsidy. Um, so we always like to try and get um, home buyers into the guaranteed program first. Um, but if the lack of repayment income is preventing them from qualifying for a guaranteed loan, then we highly encourage those home buyers to contact their local rural development office about the direct program. Okay, so just to clarify that then, so a good a good um, plan would be to meet with somebody here at our bank like Mike or Kim to to look at our programs, their the guaranteed poor program, and if they don't qualify because of their of their income being too low to support the 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 payment on that house, then the next option could be going to the direct side. Yes, exactly. Okay, and we can and we can also help you get to the direct side. So it's uh, it's a pretty simple process to uh, to get there. Great, good programs. Mike, I'm going to look over to you. Um, not um, everybody qualifies for it as as Julie just said you know there's some parts of area that won't work because of the um, um, because of the um, uh, population base if it doesn't work what can you do well Fannie Mae has uh, the fixed trade Fannie Mae market has a couple of different options one of them is geared toward the um, median income buyer below and that's the home ready program where people would need to put as uh, 3% down on that, then that can be 100% gifted. So that can come from uh, family members as well. Uh, the differences would be uh, the mortgage insurance would still apply, but folks in that category would get a discounted mortgage insurance premium, which is not the end of the world. It's really not. That's relatively inexpensive these days. And over the course of time, when the uh, equity is high enough, that does drop off and that does go away. Uh, to qualify for the um, home ready program, though, you do need to fall within the 80% um, uh, of the median income. So it's slightly lower than the rural housing, but it would still, um, you'd still be eligible for that. And if uh, everybody in the household, or if all the borrowers are new homeowners, they would need to go through the homeowner uh, counseling workshop, which is not a big deal. And, and it's usually pretty useful. It's a useful tool for, you know, for people to get a look at what it would take as a homeowner, what to expect. But, and I, I kind of like that. It does take a little bit of time, but I find it valuable. Um, typical Fannie Mae loans have what's called a loan level price adjustment, 
which may or may not be a new um, term for people. But basically, when Fannie Mae prices their loans, the loanable price adjustment is a risk rating scale based on certain criteria of loan to value, credit score, things like that. If you qualify for the Home Ready program, that's null and void. They don't they don't collect that at all, which is kind of nice. So we do we do several of those a year. They're good. They're good programs, uh, and those are done. You know, made at the community state bank, underwritten, kept here. You make your payments here indefinitely. Okay. Um, and if you wouldn't qualify for the home ready, then the standard 3% down loan still applies. And that's just standard underwriting with mortgage insurance until uh, until it's no longer needed. Perfect. All right. So some great options there. I mean, it's um, um, we can get people, just about anybody into a house, it sounds like. Um, can you talk to Julie a little bit about like um, if if somebody's had some some tougher credit in the past, is is that a problem? Um, you know, really, credit uh, is something that has to be evaluated on a case by case basis um, because no, your credit does not have to be perfect. Um, we actually we don't even have a minimum credit score. Um, for the guaranteed program, that is up to the lender to determine um, what they feel um, if they want to uh, have a minimum credit score, they can certainly implement that. Um, but the lender really needs to evaluate um, a home buyer's credit on a case by case basis um, and the circumstances surrounding if there is um, a, a case of hardship that may show up on um, their credit. Um, sometimes we can look at um, credit waivers, um, again, depending on the circumstances surrounding that. Um, so no, your credit does not have to be um, perfect to qualify for a guaranteed loan. Okay, great. We have a couple of things in the chat area, a couple web pages that are um, that are important that can, can get you some more information. But uh, one of the questions that just popped up is, what if you want to build a house instead of buying an existing house? Does that qualify, Julie, on the rural development side? That is a great question. Yes, um, especially given the competitive market that we're in right now um, for existing housing. Um, home buyers can think beyond um, just the existing stick-built homes with the guaranteed program. You have options like new construction. Um, that is definitely an option for the guaranteed program. You can look at condos. Um, you can look at manufactured housing. Um, what I encourage all home buyers to do is to talk with your lender. Um, so you would want to talk to Mike about specifically um, what CSB Bank um, can finance, um, because sometimes it's up to the individual lender to, um, if they do new construction loans, if they do manufactured housing. Um, but yes, those are all um, options under the guaranteed program. So how would, uh, on the guarantee program, how would that work? Would the construction loan be done at like here and then go into it? Or does the guarantee program finance the construction portion of it? Good question. So a single, or with the um, new construction, we have two options available for lenders. So with the guarantee program, everything is always funded through the lender. Uh, but we offer the lender a couple of options. We can either guarantee the end loan, 
Um, so the home buyer would have to get interim financing um, for that construction loan, and then we would guarantee that end loan for the lender. But we also offer a single close option for new construction where we can actually guarantee the loan before a shovel even hits the ground um, with new construction. Um, so those are two options that we have available. Um, with new construction, um, if somebody finds a fixer-upper too. Um, our single closed construction program also incorporates a rehab feature. Um, so if there's a home that has substantial rehab that needs to be done, um, we can look at doing that under the guaranteed program as well. Okay. Um, but again, always want to talk to your, your lender to see what is available. All right. Another question that came in, uh, since this is a federal program, uh, does it uh, exist in states outside of Wisconsin, other states? Yes, every state, the entire nation, um, okay. the guaranteed program is available. Okay. Um, do you need to go through another, um, or do, you have, do you need to go through a certain bank in order to qualify for a USDA guaranteed program? So what we require is that the loan is underwritten and serviced by an approved lender. So we have a lot of third-party originators uh, that originate guaranteed loans, and then they um, work with an investor uh, that underwrites and services the loan. So um, Ultimately, it is an approved lender uh, that has to underwrite and service it. So, and I also, if I can just add to that a little bit, it's basically, um, obviously, we'd like you to come here, but uh, if you're not here, if you're in a different location, or whatever, um, you can uh, just call your call up the, the the bank and ask them if they do USDA loan yeah, guaranteed real housing loans, and they'll be able to tell you right away if they do it or not. So, great. Great, great, great. So is there anything that uh, anything we're missing here? So to kind of sum it up, you know, it looks like we have everything from, you know, for people that have just whatever income limits um, that can qualify for, you know, what what Mike talked about, our um, regular programs or regular um, home programs. Then we have the 3% down program um, through Fannie Mae also with some benefits to that. Um, then we also have the 100% financing through the rural development with just a couple stipulations on where that can happen and income limits. And then beyond that, down to the um, the low to real low or moderate income, um, borrowers can go into the direct the direct limit or the direct uh, program. Is that a good summary? Yes. Okay. All right. So first steps. Mike, what are the first steps? Uh, first step would be to either contact uh, Kim Terpstra in our Kenosha office or uh, Union Grove office or myself. Um, just the main office number you can get a hold of either one of us and kind of talk through what your own personal scenario is. And we'll help guide you through which what programs handle what best. And then we kind of determine the direction we want to go. Okay. All right. And then. Um, Julie, outside of that, on the direct program, uh, does that just go through your webpage that we just put up here a little bit ago? 
Yes, um, and I can post um, the link that will um, get everybody specifically to uh, their Wisconsin, their local Wisconsin office. Um, depending what county you are in, that will determine what office um, you would reach out to. Okay. Another question just came in um, from Jennifer. Are there restrictions on the USDA loans like FHA or VA has, like peeling paint, handrails, termite inspections, and all those good things? That's a really good question. So when it comes to repairs, required repairs with a USDA loan, that is going to be determined by the appraiser. The appraiser needs to certify that the property meets the requirements of the HUD handbook. And if there are any repairs per the HUD handbook that would have to be made, then we would require those. Um, but when we're talking about the HUD handbook, we're just talking about the minimum property standards um, and the minimum minimum property requirements of the HUD handbook. So really it is repairs only affecting the health and safety of the home. Uh, so peeling paint, of course, if we're looking at issues with lead-based paint, um, that is going to have to be um, addressed. Um, handrails, I don't think handrails are part of the um, um, HUD minimum property requirements um, anymore. And then termite inspections, those are not routinely required for USDA. If the appraiser would notate any type of infestation in the home, um, so whether it be termites or any other type of infestation, then we of course would want that. We would want that addressed. Um, and kind of along the lines with that, I know many of our properties in Wisconsin have private well and septic. Um, we do re always require a safe water test if there's a private well. Um, so that safe water test is always required, uh, looking at bacteria, nitrates, and then if there's any other contaminants in the area, um, maybe lead or arsenic, we would want to um, take a look at those um, as well. Um, again, it's the HUD handbook certification that is going to take a look at the um, well and septic systems to see if they appear to be code complying and if they or appear to be in working order. And if the appraiser recommends a separate inspection be done for those, um, then we would require that as well. Great. Well, this has been very helpful. I've learned some stuff and I've been doing this for a long time and um, it's been uh, it's been good to hear that. The um, Looks like our questions have been answered and we don't have any more questions in the queue. So, um, Mike, Mike, what's your direct phone number? Our direct is 262-864-2348. Okay, so call with questions and um, can we can put Kim's up here also if you would do that, please, Ellie. But uh, thank you both for um, joining us today. Been very helpful and um, we just appreciate it very much. And thank you everybody that join this and is uh, watching. Um, our goal again is to get as many people into housing as we possibly can, uh, whether that means something through us or whether that means going through a direct loan program uh, with, with Julie. Um, our goal is to get uh, is to get people in houses. So thank you all very much and 
Have a great day. Thanks for listening to CSB Broadcast. For more information about Community State Bank, visit us online at csb.bank. Community State Bank is a member FDIC and an equal housing lender.